Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today we are in Acts chapter 5, and we will listen to Acts 5, all 42 verses, as recorded by Faith Comes by Hearing. Acts 5 But a man named Ananias, with his wife Sapphira, sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge he kept back for himself some of the proceeds, and brought only a part of it, and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit, and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold... Was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard of it. The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. When the young men came in, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. Now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared join them, but the people held them in high esteem. And more than ever believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest rose up, and all who were with him, that is, the party of the Sadducees, And filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public prison. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard this, they entered the temple at daybreak and began to teach. Now when the high priest came, and those who were with him, they called together the council and all the senate of the people of Israel, and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came, they did not find them in the prison. So they returned and reported, We found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. And when the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these words, They were greatly perplexed about them, wondering what this would come to. And someone came and told them, Look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain with the officers went and brought them, but not by force, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. 
and when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days Thutis rose up, claiming to be somebody in the number of men about four hundred joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice. And when they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. This chapter opens with the word but. And so often, you've heard it said, if there's a but you have to go back and see what the but is there for. So we need to go back to a couple of verses in chapter 4 to see what this is referring to. So let's review just a few verses that lead us to this but, beginning with chapter 5. In chapter 4, verse 32, we might remember it says, Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. So that was the backdrop of this verse. And then in verse 34 it says, There was not a needy person among them. And then, verses 36 and 37, we might remember that Barnabas, son of encouragement, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So that's what was going on leading up to chapter 5. People were sort of communal. They were gathering all their goods and sharing everything. So nobody had a need, and that leads us to the story here in chapter 5 about Ananias and his wife Sapphira. They had kind of gotten into this act, and they sold their piece of property, and they brought some of the proceeds from only part of their land, and they laid it at the apostles' feet. So they were being deceptive. 
verse 2 says, He kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. And Peter gets after him. Boy, does he get after him. He says, quote, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? End quote. Now, we don't know how Peter found that out, but that's the way it goes, right? You know, when we hide things. So often, we can hide them from others, but we certainly can't hide them from the Lord because in verse 4 it says, You have not lied to man, but to God. So, we may think we're hiding some things from people, but we're never hiding what we do from the Lord. I kind of captured the lesson of this story in my journals back in 2007 when I wrote, quote, Ananias and Sapphira's lesson don't appear to be more than you are. The sale was not the issue, nor the price, nor what they gave. The issue was saying one thing and doing another for appearance sake. Be real. Do what we say. Say what we do. Don't appear to be more than we are. That was my journal entry. The next portion of the chapter goes into signs and wonders that were happening among the people that were drawing multitudes to faith in Jesus Christ. And once again, the religious leaders get all upset and they arrest the apostles. And yet, they cannot be bound, can they? The angel of the Lord opens the prison doors and brings them out and says in verse 20, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. Because so many people are coming to Christ and leaving probably the Jewish synagogues, the religious leaders are totally perplexed and frustrated once again. So they arrest the apostles again and throw them into prison. That doesn't work very well, does it? Verse 19 tells us, But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go and stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. The religious leaders of the day are trying to do one thing, and God is doing something completely different. So they bring the apostles before them once again. Verse 28, and they say, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. And you intend to bring this man's blood upon us? And isn't Peter's response once again just fantastic? Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. You know, we have to go back and think about that because this is the case for us today. We have a culture that continually demands us to something different as Christians. And there continues to be a lot of pressure on Christians to obey the culture rather than the Word of God. So keep this verse in mind. You might want to go back in your Bible and underline Acts 5.29 where it says, We must obey God rather than men. And then one of those old wise Pharisees stood up and said to them in verse 35, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. And he proceeds to remind them of others who have risen up and perished because they were not of God. Then he gives wise counsel in verse 38. 
It says, So in the present case I tell you, keep away from these men, and let them alone. For if this plan is of this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. I concluded my journal in 2007 by writing, quote, The test of time has proven the answer, end quote. Yes, what the apostles were preaching has stood the test of time. It certainly has been of God and not of men and cannot be overthrown or stopped. So a couple of thoughts to ponder today as we wrap up Acts 5 from the lesson of Ananias and Sapphira. One, just be real. Don't try to be more than you are. Authenticity is what people want to see today. And remember, when we lie or we try to cover up something, we have not lied to men, but to God. And secondly, we must obey God rather than men. Even though the pressure of the culture is around us as Christians, as Bible-believing Christians, it's our obligation to walk with God and not the culture around us. And as we do, I don't know whether an angel of the Lord is going to open the prison doors and bring you out or protect you in some way. I don't know that, but he may if we give him a chance. Father, we pray that you would find us faithful, that you would see us for who we are, and that we would be real to the people around us. We also pray, Lord, that we would be able to stand for you, that we obey you rather than the culture around us. We pray, Lord, for you to strengthen us, that we might be a witness and a testimony for you. And through signs and wonders in our own lives, many others would come to saving faith in you. The world needs help, and we have you to offer them. Help us do that. In your name, amen.